Looking for a way to reduce your carbon footprint and make a positive impact on the environment? Look no further than Lightfoot Company. Our refillery and sustainable home goods store in Savannah, Georgia is dedicated to helping you reduce your use of plastic and single-use products. From reusable water bottles and bags to bulk eco-friendly cleaning products and personal care items, we have everything you need to live a more sustainable lifestyle. Plus, our friendly staff and knowledgeable staff is always available to help you make informed choices and find products that are right for you. So why wait? Visit Lightfoot Company today and start making a difference. Before we start this episode, I want to give a big shout out to Zipster, local web people who help entrepreneurs and artists make kick-ass websites and get found online. Visit Zipster.com to find out more information. And on to the episode. Hi, my name is Tatiana Castro, and you are listening to Free Pizza Podcast. Free Pizza, your platform for creatives, and today we have the unrivaled Jamie Swy with me. What's up? I am so excited. What's up? How are you? I'm doing so well, and I'm I'm happy to see you again. Obviously, we kind of crossed paths uh, on a Griffin Hart Davis uh, production in Greensboro. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, Greensboro. No, Durham. Yeah. Well. Wait, was it both? Were you in Greensboro? Did we do work together twice? I think we worked together twice, honestly. Oh. But it was, yeah, but I mean, we were. We'll say Earth, because yes. I don't remember where. I can't remember. I know it was Greensboro for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but but we met on a, a music video set. Yes, I was shooting behind the scenes. You were doing your makeup thing, and it was my first yeah. time really seeing how that how your job was done on set. Because me being ignorant. I'm thinking you come in, do the makeup, and you bounce. But no, you're literally there the whole entire session. Exactly. So I'm just... Um, no, I I feel like when you don't know, you don't know. And if you do, you do. But I love podcasts like this because there are a lot, there's a lot of people that are excited and they're interested and they want to know. Um, and this is this is the great time to share that. But yes, we stay on set all day long you oh. know to make sure that the, the project is going smoothly the client looks great whether it be a model or a real person so so yes i mean yes we are there yes y'all and, and as soon as i met you you were had a great personality you were very wonderful and set and i was like i eventually want to interview jamie i had i had that in my mind for a long time and that video we did was a couple years ago um so I was like, yo, let's, let's uh, eventually I'll get it in. Obviously, I moved to Georgia now, so which is fine. We're still doing this over Zoom, which is fine. Um, but yeah. yeah, so let's get some information on you before we dive into, you know, necessarily what you've done over the years. Um, where are you from? And let's start there. I am originally from Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. Um, I lived in New York for a while, but Charlotte is home. Um, I was raised, you know, I'm, I'm a fashion head. I was, you know, I watched runway shows with my mom and reading fashion magazines like Vogue. So you think that in order to be successful, um, you have to live in New York. Yep. And so I moved to New York and, you know, brought out and bushy tailed. And I was like, oh my God, this place stinks. Like literally. <laughs> literally it does. <laughs> Figuratively, but. Literally, and and I was so happy to come back home. At first, I was like, I'm such a failure. But then it was like, no, we define what success is. And a lot of people don't realize, but there's some great opportunities in North Carolina. Yes. And on the flip side, I travel so much for my job. It really doesn't matter where you lay your head at night as long as you can get to the job. Yes, absolutely. And plus, with the rise of technology and social media and stuff like that, you don't have to be in these big cities anymore, which is... no. Because people yeah. will hire you and fly you out whenever. Exactly. If, you're, if your skill is great enough, and and I have, I've been flown many places to do like different, you know, campaign shoots in the desert or <laughs> in the mountains, Malibu, you know, Palm Springs, you know, on the beaches of Miami. So if they love you, if the client loves you, the art director, if everyone, you know, is vibing with you, then you can get on that plane and, and do what you will and then lay your head wherever you wish to lay it. But living in New York, I was like, you know, in an apartment the size of this kitchen table. Oh my God. 
paying, you know, thousands of dollars in rent. And I was like, there has to be a better way. Yes, my goodness. We're going to back up a little bit before we get to New York, though, because I want to I'm very interested in knowing how you even had an interest in working with makeup and where that started. Um, well, I went to school. I went to Botter in Atlanta okay. and a small arts college, um, two years associate's degree. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do art. I wanted to do design. And then I realized like, okay, I'm not exactly sure what that entails, like what that means. And then a friend of mine, God bless him. He said, why don't you do makeup? It's like art, but just on somebody's face. And I have to say that was probably the most life-changing, life-defining moment for me, for him to make that suggestion, because that's what I end up doing. And it has, 20 years now has been my my thing. So 20 years. Wow. Two decades of this. This is amazing. I mean, it shows you worked so flawlessly on set. I was just very, very impressed. (laughs) It's a lot of work. You know, and you know what's crazy, though? It's not the work itself that's challenging. It's work getting the work. Yes. Yes, Um, absolutely. Being in the right circles, being in the right, uh, you know, area codes. you know being with the right people that have the opportunity and the ability and the power ultimately to hire you you know and you know a lot of times you know we don't have HR we don't have you know being creative we don't have that (laughs) so there is no you know right or wrong way to hire someone we are based we're hired solely based on if people like what you do and if they like you and personality care i tell everyone talent is one thing but personality is a whole different thing if you are enjoyed to be with and be around people will hire you more than you being super uber talented you know what i'm saying um that's just a fact in the matter industry it's so true it's so true and um so yeah i mean being in it for 20 years like yeah talent but just being around and aligning yourself with the right people, yes. the right photographers. Like I love working with up and coming photographers. You know what I mean? Like because these young kids are the ones that are getting the jobs. They're out there. They're grinding. And I love aligning myself with new, fresh minds. You know. Oh, but then yes. there's also something to be said with the old goodies and classics. You know what I mean? Like if I ever had the chance, I mean, he's dead now, but if I ever had a chance to work with like Herb Ritz or Richard Avedon, any of those wonderful people, like there's something to be said to work with those giants, those greats as well. Yeah. You know, I love working with both. I love working with seasoned classic people. Um, but then I also like working with new up up and comers too, because there's just that drive, that vibe. And I feed off that too. So that's amazing. And I'm sure with the young minds, having someone like you who are seasoned in the field, it kind of like motivates them too to, you know, to get where you are and to work harder and, you know, all that. So that's, that's a perfect mesh. So it's funny though, like, even though I've in, in years have been doing it for so long, but in my mind, I feel like I still started yesterday. Hey, that's a good thing. Like, like, I feel like I still, you know, like have so much to do and so much to accomplish, which I do. Like I still have goals. Like I still have things that I've yet to accomplish that are still near and dear in my heart. So I feel like, you know, I'm not done yet. <laughs> yeah, we're never done. We won't get into those. No, yeah. no, the moment you think you are, then you need to exit. <laughs> need to find something else, but you just always something more to learn, more yes. limits to reach, and this is it, it's never ending, which is a beautiful thing. You know, it's cool. It it's, is a beautiful thing. You know, it is a beautiful thing, especially in the beauty industry because they're constantly coming out with new products, um, new ways to do things. So definitely, you know, I'm always learning. I'm always taking classes, going to makeup conventions. Conventions, Ooh, um, yeah. like really just perfecting my craft because the moment you're like, oh, I know that, or I, I then you're dead. You're done. You're, you're dead. It's you're over. Done. <laughs> you know. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like I always find a way to um, excel and, and grow and try to learn new things, new techniques, and you know. And I'm sure as a photographer, you do the same thing. You play around with lighting. Oh or, yeah. What does this filter do? Or you know, like yes. it's, it's always to be learned and then if it messes up you're like oh i won't do that again but at least you know exactly there's no failures you know what i'm saying he's like okay that's a lesson learned i'll do something differently next time you know exactly that's all that matters 
Exactly. Like, I remember I was on a beach shoot and the photographer was like, I want the model to look wet. And I was like, okay. So my <laughs> dumbass, I'm like literally like pouring water on her to like make her look wet or spritzing her with my water bottle. When I didn't learn till five years in, Jamie, use oil. <laughs> use oil. It constantly makes you look slick. You don't have to keep reapplying. The model's not freezing her ass off. Use oil or glycerine. Duh! I didn't even think about that. <laughs> camera tricks. I'm telling you, camera tricks. Yes! Yeah. Yes, I didn't know until later. I was like, oh my god. So it's like, <laughs> you're constantly learning. You're constantly growing. And I'm okay with that. I am okay with that. <laughs> That is so hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Wow. You're, I'm already super sorry <laughs> for this interview. Um, let's back up a little bit, though, because I'm trying to get was I'm trying to get in your head on, like, when your friend told you to go into makeup, because obviously you probably did yeah. it on yourself, but you, did you even think that there was a career opportunity within makeup when he well, told you that? Okay, so a fun fact that no one really knows about me unless I, you know, I don't really make it known. I used to model when I was in oh. uh, when I was a teenager. I used to model from 14 to 18. And I did 17 Magazine, and I did really cool stuff. What? Um, it, was, it was hard, you know, because of, you know, the race factor. Yes. going to put it, put it out there. You know, I, I had a lot of girlfriends that we came along you know the same time and they have done well better and wonderful but you know they were blonde and yep. blue-eyed and, you know there was just more opportunity for them so i saw that very early on you know i made a little bit of money but i saw that very early on that this was not going to be able to be sustainable because of my color yep. and so um being on set as a model working with hair and makeup and working with designers or clients or whatever um obviously being on the other side when my friend made that suggestion it kind of really just brought me full circle because i remember back when i was younger that there was hair and makeup and that was a job and that was a career I remember my very first makeup artist on set, her name was Faith. And I was like, so what counter do you work at? And she was like, I don't work at a counter, honey. I, I, do, I do shoots, I do set. Like, you don't you don't know that it's a job until you know. Exactly. You know, with me, say with me. So, yeah, so to me, it's like, um, when he made that suggestion, like I said, it just brought me full circle because I was like, I can make a career out of this. Yeah. I need to go do what Faith did. Ooh, you know? no counter work. So, well, thank God, they, you know, I, I, but nothing wrong with that. Those women are out there pushing the product and they, they're directly with the consumer. So those yeah. girls are slaying. No, no shade. Yeah, them. definitely those no shade. Girls, I was just telling what Faith said. Slaying, like, yeah, they making a coin. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but no, no counter. And I, but it's only because of the opportunity I was able to have when I was younger. Right, right, right. You That's know, and understanding that. That is a job. It's a hard I've job. Always, it, it's a, yeah, yeah. Uh, traveling and like I said, you never know when your next job is gonna be. Like, like I had a um, destination wedding this past weekend. I swear, like when I was at that wedding, as as I was winding down, my mind was already on to the next shoot. My mind was already on to the next thing because that's what this job is about. Like I can rest if I have a few days off, knowing that the following weeks I'm booked or I've got something going on. But when I look at my calendar and it's empty, I panic. Like oh my god! Like like Ugh. there's no peace in this freelance world. No, there's um, not. <laughs> I'm, sure you can, I'm sure you can connect with that. Like, yes. you know, um, a lot of people and there's nothing wrong with it. You know, you have to have that Monday through Friday, nine to five. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, and, and, and there's moments where I'm like, maybe I should get on that road too. But there, it takes us, it takes an interesting person to be able to withstand this freelance life. Some people don't understand it. Like my mother-in-law still is like, "What are you doing?" Her hair and makeup, mom. <laughs> like, and, and why? And like, and where? <laughs> so it's like it's it's really an odd thing to think about what we do, you know? Yeah. And, and knowing our schedule or not knowing our schedule, like it, it it's it's pretty crazy, right? It's 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 insane. Is we're in the unknown all the time. I tell everyone, my mom even was just like. I mean, she supports yeah. everything I do. And I went to school for IT. So she really was just like, you're doing what? 
I was like, this is a photo thing. She was like, okay. <laughs> you know? I know. So. I remember my dad, he, and I tried to do it my dad's way. I tried to work in an office and answer phones and, like I said, do the Monday through Friday thing, nine to five. And I tried. I tried it his way, but I, I got fired. You got fired. Oh my god! <laughs> I got fired because I I could I was not there mentally. Like my mom, I was just like, this is not for me. Yeah. And um, you know, or <laughs> what do they call it? Um, permanently dismissed. <laughs> they use the F word. I think she used like a really new uh, nuance word. I don't know what she said, but <laughs> but then I I found makeup, and then my dad was like. Are you sure about this? What are you doing? And then I remember I got my first catalog job and I showed him my paycheck and I said, Hey, this is, I think I can do this. And he saw my paycheck and he was like, Hey, keep, keep, keep going. Keep you, know, doing that. Like, like, you know, keep doing it. So, you know, and that, and I don't blame him in any way because that's what he was taught to do. It, yeah. It's a different generation thing. It's a different, you know, it's a different generation, a different yeah. mental way of looking at things. So, you know, sometimes I think this new generation is too free. Yes. Yo, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's I'm like, like, okay, I, I want you to feel all the feels, but I also want you to earn a living. Yes, <laughs> the entitlement is kind of crazy with these younger generation, but you know. know. Like, come on, let's have a, a combining of the, the things. The things. <laughs> so, did you, so you went to barter for makeup in here. So you were I able went to. went to barter for art and design. But So, so you left that and yes. went to hair and makeup yes okay and where'd you yeah. hone your skills at with hair and makeup um i would just take different brand classes like i went to a lot of mac classes mac oh. Cosmetics is probably one of the best brands that offers pro training and you can pay for classes um bobby brown has a studio in jersey that you can go and fly in and take classes as well oh, um okay. nowadays they have so many mario danessa myricks all of them have wonderful educational programs oh wow so if you want to be a pro artist you know there's means out there to go out, go out there and, and really get some good education under your belt so you went and got i guess certifications kind of uh, is that what it yeah. would kind of be like so you went and got different certifications and different makeup brands yes oh yes. i'm thinking you went to like aveda or something like that like no you no, went and did it yourself no, and, and they're great too yeah. uh i used to teach um i used to teach at aveda actually not full time oh, cool. but I, would teach, I would teach little um one-off like seminars and things like that which was really cool i i loved working with the kids and and getting in their minds and inspiring people so so yeah no aveda is amazing too but i love working with like learning specific things yeah um and getting certified like when airbrushing was really big you know getting certified to do that or mm. you know smoky eye or applying lashes or anything like that all of these are specialties that you go and you you learn and you you figure out it's crazy because and like i said i don't i didn't assume how hard makeup is but i, I saw my mom do it my sister doing all that stuff like that realize how yeah. like involved it can be um <laughs> so you can, can you give us a rundown of like some of those courses you took and like maybe the obstacles you kind of had along the way of, you know, trying to hone in those skills. Cause I know it's difficult. Um, well, yeah, it's definitely difficult. I, I didn't really have any obstacles or problems. I just, I just really just dove in head first. And I think because I already had like a, a natural innate, to, you know, vibe to do art. I think makeup is just, um, a, a, a tree on that branch. Yeah. You know, it's not like you, you know your natural abilities to be a, an astrophysicist and then you decide <laughs> I'm gonna put that down and i'm gonna rock out now you know like <laughs> and do guitar like you know like it, it was already something that was under my umbrella so it was easy easy to do but you know i've taken you know skin medium classes color theory um wow application classes like all types of things to really really hone my skill yes um, yeah i love like i said working with matt because if you um i was at the top of my class i was able to go and do fashion weeks with them oh really in, around the world or just in the country um new york fashion week oh they, that's cool I was, able, I was able to fly to new york and um work with mac the, the brand and actually do fashion week with them so that was really cool because they would only allow you know the top students to do that so i was so excited it gave you um 
something to strive for, you know, as a student. Oh my and they, gosh. they still to this day offer some of the best education when you work for them. That, yeah. I know a couple of people who work for Mac um, in North Carolina and they have great experiences there. You know, they said oh, yeah. great opportunities of working there. So that's, that sounds really awesome. Yeah, because some brands, you know, you just get a body and you're like, okay, here, sell this makeup. But selling makeup and doing makeup is two different things. I think MAC is one of the brands that has really been able to combine the culture of, yes, I have to sell this product, but I also want the person behind the counter to know the product and how to apply it. So I love that. Charlotte Tilbury is really good about that. So, I mean knowledge and and about the brands and also about the products that you're using is key what does it do when i do this what does it do if i mix this with this like um there's a science to makeup yes yes absolutely yes me seeing people do it this you know friends getting ready to go out whatever i'm just like that this looks it looks like a science experiment you know what i'm saying (laughs) it really does so it's really cool so much fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So question with you you got food obviously Mac flew to New York. Was that after you were living there or is that before? When what's the timeline? Um it was after. Okay, exactly. so you already moved back from New York. Uh yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Tell us about your time there briefly, if you don't mind. Maybe the highlights of you being in New York. Um, there was really no highlights. It was a lot of starvation, a lot of um, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> a lot of pounding the pavement. Like I, hard to break in. I honestly didn't experience, and this is so crazy. I honestly didn't start to experience success till after I had left wow. and moved back here. And then people were like, "Oh, well, can you come back to New York for this job?" And then a lot of my people say, "Well, maybe you just didn't stay long enough. Maybe you should have just stayed another six months." And then because it does take time, yeah. Um, but my wallet wasn't allowing me to stay, yeah. so I didn't. Ex- I didn't start to experience success in any way until. So after I had left and then like I said I was living in North Carolina and there's a lot of brands based in the southeast Tons. you know a, you know there's Wrangler champion um Bell there's so many of uh, um, Hanes like sportswear like there's so many brands based in the southeast that people don't know about and then they're shooting their stuff everywhere yeah so absolutely um you know, even in Oregon, Adidas is based there. So, oh, yeah, and Nike. And Nike. So, to yeah. me, it's like, you know, that whole thing where you have to be in New York. No, you don't. Like, you, there's there's so many ways to get to 10. You know, yeah. 9 plus 1, 5 plus 5. You know, like, there's, like as long as you get to 10, who it doesn't matter the formula. Just get to 10. That's, I'm so happy you said that. And it's cool because I mean, a lot of people, even Savannah here, have moved back from, from places like New York and your LA's. It's yeah. like, yo, this is, that's not where it is. <laughs> I mean, it is where oh. it is, but it's like, it's not the but, end all be all. So I'm glad you said right. that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. yes. And and more power to the people that are are staying there and living there and pounding that pavement every day. I applaud them. My hat, my hat goes off to them Tips. because that is. <laughs> That is um that is a lot and my friends that still live there you you go <laughs> yes absolutely so this is for me and that's and that's fine that's fine North Carolina is one of the best states in the whole world I would say that to the end of the day North Carolina is one of the best states in this country for sure oh my God there's mountains to the left beach to the right like it's a city in the middle like it's just you you name it you want that vibe you, within three hours you can go get it so, absolutely. I love that. I adore that. Yes. <laughs> so this first catalog shoot, and we'll kind of, you know, go through your whole experience from there, because I want to hear about your more of your life on sets. But this first catalog shoot, so tell us how you got it and what what the process was when you were there. I was working at Modern Salon at the time. I was working, um, doing makeup there, and then when I wasn't working on people, I'd work the front desk and help out. And this photographer came in, and she was like, um, I really need a makeup artist. My girl is sick or something happened and she needed someone to replace. And she comes in the salon and I was like, well, I'm a makeup artist. I'd love to help out. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay. And at this time, I really didn't have much of a portfolio or, you know, anything of that nature. She literally just looked at me and was like, okay, I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> and we, we drove to Charleston the next day. Wow, the next day? Uh, yeah, I hopped in my car, drove to Charleston, because that's where the shoot was. And we did the catalog shoot, and the rest is history. 
Wow. That's insane. So you did this show. How'd you feel on set? Like, how'd you feel on, like, were you jittery, nervous? nervous? Yeah. I was nervous, but, um, no, neither. Bless you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I was nervous, but, um, I also felt like this is where I needed to be. Oh, yes. This is where I want to be. This is where I need to be. How do I get this every day, all day? Yo. Doing this right here. (laughs) And then I started making moves and steps to get myself in that position every day. I was like, okay, this one photographer hired me for this catalog. Well, what happens if I reach out to other photographers and ask if they need makeup and they're doing other jobs too? And that's exactly what I did. I put together like a little crazy website, you know, just, you know, the five pictures, the five measly pictures that I had. And and, then just said, hey, I'm available. I'm in the area. If you need a makeup artist, I reached out to like 20 photographers. And I think out of the 25 responded. And then out of the five, three got me jobs. Oh, my God. That's how, I mean, and then from there, it just kept snowballing and snowballing because you do a good job and this person refers you and then you do a great job in this. And again, like I said, it's about that network. It's about positioning yourself to um, be able to succeed and surrounding yourself with people that have the power to hire you. Yeah, absolutely. And if, and if you want me asking, what year was this? Uh, this was early 2000. So, mm. I don't know, 2002, 2003, something like that. Perfect. And the reason why I asked was because this is before your Instagrams. This is before Mm -hmm. all this to where, like, you really have to be out there shaking hands, making phone calls. Contact people. Yes. (laughs) To everyone. Instagram is great. I love it. It's great for what it is, Mm -hmm. but it's nothing better than, like, you're, you're going out, shaking hands, sending emails, meeting up in person, and really getting your name out there you know, like that. Um, well, and to me, that's just old fashioned grassroots thing, you know, network, you know, like, yeah, people may forget the photo that you showed them, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. feel. So yes. if you, if you smile and you shake hands and you're like, wow, I can be on set with her for 10 hours, you know, cause these days get really long. You're oh my God. Days. So it's like, yeah, I could stand to be around her for two plus hours. <laughs> then, then, poof, you're hired. So, yes, this was before social media. This was just, hey, I'm clicking on her website and she looks good. I'm hiring her. Yo, that's amazing. That's I'm so happy you talked about just before social media because this is it's kind of a different playing field now. Kind of, you can still do it the old way too, but. It is. Well, I think it's different, but sometimes it also is the same because there was a brief moment that I was losing jobs to Instagram people. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, but they're not a real artist though. And then, but slowly but surely it starts ciphering back because it's one thing to do makeup on yourself for a YouTube channel. It's completely different doing your makeup on a completely different skin tone of shade, the variety, if you will. So it went to that for a minute and then it slowly ciphered back and said, no, we need real artists. Um, Yes. So it's a, it's a difference between the two. You know, absolutely. Um, I want people to know that that's such a good quote. Thank you. There's a, there's a big difference in that. So, um, so after that shoot, obviously energy's running high. You're super hyped. That's what you want to be. How were you Mm -hmm. able to eventually work for yourself? Can you kind of guide us through that process? Did you quit when you got back, you know, to Charlotte or did you, (laughs) (laughs) this is it. I'm done. (laughs) Um, I eventually did leave the salon. I don't know if it was like the next day, yeah. but I eventually left the salon because I realized that if I, if I stepped out on faith, then I, I would be able to support myself and just keep grinding. There was enough photographers that were interested in hiring me that I felt comfortable enough to leave the salon job to say, okay, I can do this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just kept pushing forward, you know, like every time I would meet someone and, you know, just promoting yourself and and like i said a lot of times i didn't have to do it my my work and then buzzing um you know um 
them talking amongst themselves because photographers, you guys link up too. Like yes. you guys talk to each other too. And like, well, who do you like to use and what camera do this? And blah, blah, blah. so yes. like just talking amongst themselves helped me a lot. Like people that I didn't even know existed. This photographer can talk to people that I can't talk to. And, and they were happy with my performance. So they spread the word. So it's like, you know, you just, you plant the seed and sometimes you just watch it grow. Yeah, that's 110%. That's amazing. So as far as you keeping up with your, you know, making sure you're up on your skills and up on the, obviously there's new makeup happening, coming out all the time. Were you ever doing Mm -hmm. like test shoots or just finding people just to work on in between jobs? Like how are you like staying fresh? I think testing um, was the best way to do that because a lot of these jobs, like catalog jobs, they were for like collegiate catalogs or sportswear catalogs. So it was, you know, it was great for money, but it wasn't anything that I wanted to show the next client down the road. Mm. Hey, this is a representation of my work. So I would call photographers whom I thought their lighting was dope or their aesthetic was really cool. And I'm like, Hey, you know, let's just play around this Saturday and, you know, see what we get. Yes. And that helped me out as well because I would test out new products. I would test out new techniques. And then, you know, out of the hundreds of pictures the photographer took, there was at least one that I could use and use in my website and use in my portfolio. And that, you know, kept my book fresh, but it also kept me fresh. It kept my talent, yes. you know, constantly grinding until this and and still to this day i still love testing like if i see a face that i'm like oh my god she's gorgeous and you know i want to work with you then i'll get a photographer and i'll set that up and i'm like let's do something because um you know when i first started it was blonde hair blue eyes i feel like now it is starting to be more diverse not just in color but in size and shape yeah you know um ethnicity religion i feel like fashion now more than ever is just being so um you know inclusive and i i as a woman i'm obviously who i am i love that but you know it was funny because when you have clients they don't see who I am. They don't know what color I am. They don't know anything. Yeah. They just see my portfolio. And they'll be like, and of course, if my portfolio only has blonde hair, blue eyes in it, because yes. that's all the work that I've done, you know, thus far, then they'll just assume because they don't see it, oh, she can't do anything else. Well, obviously I can, you know what I mean? But um, they don't know that. So it was, it was funny. A client called me and said, can you do ethnic hair? I don't see it in your portfolio. And I'm like, why? Yes, "Yes, I can. Why? Yes, I can. You know, or ethnic skin. I'm like, yes, I sure can. And they, and then they hire me and then I show up to the job and they just laugh at themselves because they don't, they didn't know. They didn't know you look like, yeah. Yeah. They don't know what you look like. So. Um, I would often look at my portfolio and say, okay, well, what does it need? Oh, it needs more men or, oh, I would love an Asian representation in here or, oh, maybe, um, you know, Hispanic. May, oh, something's missing. Like, So testing allowed me to fill in the gaps of my portfolio that work necessarily wasn't fulfilling um, to let people know that I can do all the things and I'm for it. <laughs> Absolutely. And that makes so much sense. Yeah. My, shout out to my friend Elise, who's a amazing photographer in Greensboro. She has a ton of test shoots and she always does collabs with makeup artists. And now it makes sense of why of you explaining, yeah. you know, just to work with different skin types and this like that. Like it's this collaborative, beneficial yeah. to all, you know, all people involved kind of thing. So that makes a lot of sense. Oh, totally. And now with social media, which to me, I feel like is, I call it the hungry monster because it constantly needs to be fed. It constantly Mm -hmm. needs images. It constantly needs content. So, um, testing is great too, just to put on my, my page because now they don't even look at my website. They just go to my page and and Instagram and decide if they want to hire me from that. But then if you got old school art directors, they may go to the website still and just give it a peruse. But now it's solely based on my Instagram and what I've got. So to me, feeding that monster and making sure I have enough content even. So a test is great for that too. Um, Like, hey, I've been shooting nothing but do for the past month. Let me throw some women in there. You know, like, you know, making sure that it's all the things. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's super dope. So thank you for sharing that. That makes a lot more sense to me now. If I was like, why should you want all these <laughs> test shoots for? I'm like, oh, oh duh. Okay. The makeup artist and her are trying to, you know, make something happen. Um, so I want to hear about some of your favorite projects you've done. Obviously, you've done a ton of them, but 
what have been some of the bigger projects you've done over the past couple of years? Well, obviously the music video we did together. Yes, <laughs> yes, so much fun. I thought that, that was, was wonderful. Amazing! I've never seen pyrotechnics. That <laughs> yes, I was like, whoa! <laughs> that was so amazing. So yeah, I was totally blown away about that. Um, I got to go to Joshua Tree for a, a jean campaign. Oh, that was awesome. Wow. Didn't even realize how much I love the desert. You like the <laughs> desert? Okay. It was, in the, it was beautiful. I've never been before. Been to mountains, been to beach, but never, you know, the desert. It was gorgeous out there. And just shooting in that open terrain. Oh my God. I absolutely loved it. The jeans were cute too. So I I, I mean it all it was all the things. So obviously shooting for Wrangler and Joshua Tree, I enjoyed that so much. Um uh let's see. Oh, I got to work with um um I can't even think of his name. Something Mitchell. He he was with Utah Jazz. He's a basketball player. Oh. But he had an Adidas campaign. And they, he just happened to be in town for like, um, I'm not really a sports person, but All-Star Weekend, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. He happened to be in town, and that was like the only day he could shoot. So uh, I think Donovan Mitchell is his name. Okay, okay. Donovan Mitchell, he had just signed for his own sneaker with Adidas. And that was really cool because he was all about the vibe on set. So he had a DJ <laughs> DJ for us while we were on set because he wanted the vibe. Like he wanted the music right and it helped him perform. He also had a guy come out and make smoothies. Oh, and he was like, I love fresh fruit and smoothies. So in between takes, he would go and sip on a smoothie and listen to his DJ. And oh. we, just being on the set, got to partake in all that. Yes. So that probably was like one of one of the best projects ever. So Donovan Mitchell for Adidas, um, Wrangler and Joshua Tree video shoot. And then if I had to throw in one more, um when I met my fashion godfather, Andre Leon Talley. Oh. That probably was the best for me. Okay, um, talk about that. To, I'm gonna try to say this without crying, without choking up. When my mother, when I was little, the one of my favorite things to do with her would be to watch fashion shows. Mm. And every Saturday morning, we would watch fashion TV, and Andre Leon Talley would come because he used to work for Vogue, and he would be interviewed, and, you know, he was just this flamboyant guy, and me and my mother would, like, laugh, and because he would make us, you know, he would just make us laugh and giggle because he was like, darling, <laughs> this connection is so wonderful, blah, blah, blah. Me and my mother, like, ate that. We thought it was so much, we thought it was so funny. We would even take the sheets off the bed and wrap it around us and walk down the hallway of the house <laughs> and, you know, just pretend we were in a fashion show. Like, that That was just so monumental to me growing up, reading Vogue, reading, uh, watching the shows with my mom, like, going to, even we went to um, a fashion fair show. Like, that was, like, that was our thing. And I remember when I first started doing makeup, my mom always kept me humble. She didn't care who I worked with. I could have worked with Oprah or Obama. <laughs> she would have been like, yeah, that sounds great. That's whatever. Yeah. And, and, like, she didn't care. But I remember when I told her that I got to work with and meet Andre Leon Talley, that's when she was like, <gasps> oh. Whoa. oh my God. Yes. <laughs> and on my the picture of me and him was on my Instagram. And I was just like, mom, look. And she was like, <gasps> Oh my God. And that was the moment where I knew I had did something so cool, so special. Maybe I'm, my mom gasped because like I said, she's the most humble lady in the world. And that, I don't know. It just, yeah, it just, it made my career full circle for me at that point. I'm about to say. Like I, was, I was, um, like put a, put a fork in me. I was done. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay. I like made everything after that has been like, just icing on the cake and there's been many many things after that but i just that just i don't know because it resonated with my childhood so much i was like i got to do that that was cool and he was so kind oh 
all don't you love it when you meet someone that you admire and they are an asshole and you're like oh god but then you meet them and the person actually is nice yes many a time at some of my idols and they've always been great oh my god i know i get so sad when i hear someone say yeah i met so-and-so and he was a jerk and you're like Oh, like, like, no. like it just it just totally makes you it's just so sad but when you actually meet someone that you admire and they actually are wonderful and you're like oh my god um and he was he i i was just so elated and i remember i i normally don't because i meet a lot of celebrities i normally don't um ask for photos because that's just rule number one you yeah they're just human, blah, blah, blah. But with him, I was like, oh my God, do, would you please mind if I took a photo with you? I just think, I just want to, I just want to just immortalize this moment. Forever. He's like, oh, darling, darling. Yes. Who <laughs> else take a photo? Mm-hmm. Again, we took this photo and it was just, it was everything to me. And um, I just told him what he meant to me growing up. And, and I thanked him. And then I remember these other people came and they were like, can we get a photo too? And he's like, oh, see what you've done. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And he was like, no, no more photos. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Oh. It was just such a great, it was such a great night. (laughs) Shout out to you. All your hard work led to that that's it oh my god oh my god so yeah um yeah you know proud just happy <laughs> yes wow i'm just like yo that's a good end point but no we got a few more things to talk about <laughs> couple more things because I, I was just that, that is <laughs> yes. keep it together Okay. yes no but no congrats that's that's, that's absolutely insane and um so if I want to, I want to maybe backtrack a little bit because I want to hear when you like went full time and like, you yeah. know, what kind of made you like, okay, I can let this other stuff go. I can just focus on this and I can manage this somehow. I'm going to make it work. So when did you come well, to that realization that you can go full time? Well, I think once I left the salon, it was pretty full time from there. Okay. And then I had to figure out, I had to figure out what kind of artist I wanted to be. Exactly. I think when I left the salon, I was kind of just trying out everything. I was doing mm-hmm. movies, I was doing photo shoots, I was doing celebs, I was doing weddings, I was doing everything. And then uh, I had to figure out what my thing was. Like, and because I have a friend, Ashley Chavis, she's one of my favorite makeup artists. She's a really good friend of mine. And she does amazing movies. She's done The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Um, she's done, you know, amazing, amazing movies with um, Ethan Hawke. Like, she's, she's just that girl and um i remember doing a couple movies with her and or shows even and i was like i don't really like this <laughs> I don't like this. We're, we're working in the middle of the night because obviously if the scene requires for it to be done at, at night then they don't mysteriously block out the sun no they shoot it at night we're shooting through rain sleet snow we're shooting through the mm. elements all of it um Every time I watch Game of Thrones, I don't really even see Game of Thrones. I just see some cold ass crew. Dude, oh my god! In the back, <laughs> freezing their balls off. Like I, like I just, you know, I don't even see Jon Snow. I'm like, oh my god, his makeup artist must be frozen. Just, like that's all. Just like literally a sickle. So um, I realized that I didn't like doing movies. The hours were super long. And even though it was glamorous, like to think about, it was, it's a lot of hard work. Yeah. Um, weddings were great as well, but you know, it was a lot of pressure. These girls, you know, <laughs> they think about their weddings since they were five. So there's a lot of, yes. there was a lot of pressure there. I, I do a few, but um, I wouldn't market myself or consider myself a full-time wedding makeup artist. And also, you know, typically you're, you're getting married on a Saturday. So that means all your weekends are just are nothing but gone. Weekends, are gone. So I didn't want that either. Um, obviously, um, going on tour with an artist, I went on tour with two artists now, and that was, that was really cool. One was a really great experience. One wasn't, um, but even still you're at their beck and call. So you have no husband, no kids, no life, no nothing. You are on tour with this artist doing whatever needs to be done at that moment. So that, that's Mm. another 
realm as well. So I had to figure out well, where do I fit in in all this? Wow. You know, like what do I like to do. So I think once you figure that out, and even with photography, I guess, like, mm-hmm. are you a wedding photographer? Are you a fashion photographer? Are you cinematic? Are you behind the scenes? Like trying to do all the things, you find yourself lost and mm-hmm. not knowing who you are. I feel like once you figure that out and, and put the steps out there to say, this is who I am, and then those are the jobs you will attract. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's good to try. I'm glad you tried all those things. That's a good thing. Yeah, you kind of have to. You do have to. What you like and what you don't like, yeah, you know? Absolutely. And it's, yeah. it's cool that you have so many opportunities in the arts to try so many different avenues. You know, yeah. not a lot of other careers have even that option to do that. But, you know, I'm glad you kind right. of found your way. I'm curious, though, on tour musicians. So you mentioned some bad parts and some good parts. Mm-hmm. So what were the bad parts of it, if you're me asking? Um, you're going to go into detail who it was, but just. Well, I just. I. <laughs> spoiled or if I'm just like I like my own space but being on a tour bus with a band yes. and having bunks and bathrooms it was just kind of like okay this is for the birds I don't know about this <laughs> I just, like that takes a whole different you know person and then when I would hear like when New Edition got their money and Bobby and all them got their own bus and Ralph and all them but even Aerosmith Steve Child was like screw y'all I'm getting my own bus, my own bus. every first you think, think oh my god it's so bougie but then after doing it you realize no I think having your own bus is great yes absolutely <laughs> so you know so and of course being the crew you can't ask or demand for any of that you have to go with what is provided so oftentimes you are on a bus with a bunch of people you know <laughs> clean or not and you're just like oh my god so it was like yeah not not <laughs> jeez oh my god so i'm also curious um with you like you've been in the desert and you work in different environments weather conditions does that affect how you do the makeup? Like, are there any bad conditions to where it's, you know, not as great as others? Like, um, I guess the only condition that's hard to work with is rain because you just, you know, you're like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. Um, but now with the new makeup advancements, I'm sure you heard when Beyonce had to perform in Detroit in the pouring rain. Yep. Um, her makeup artist used Patrick Starr to help everything stay in place. Stays. He did. It stayed flawless all night. Gotcha. So, you know, we didn't have a lot of stuff back in the early 2000s. I mean, we did, but we didn't. But now with all the great products out right now, you can really give a great face and, and, and it just stays. Yeah. <laughs> just stays flawless whether you're in the desert whether you're on the mountain whether you're on the beach like literally dunk your face boop, and you still look fabulous so wow um i don't think i think if you know how to use the products um no element i mean no el- i mean obviously pristine sunny blue skies obviously is the best yeah there's there's no real element out there that can stop us from doing our job yeah okay Thank goodness for that. <laughs> do, do you have any good projects coming up anytime soon that you can talk about? Um, Wrangler is one of my main clients that I absolutely love. And Dope. I've traveled all over with them from, you know, like I said, Joshua Tree, California. We went to Palm Springs. We've been to Austin together. Like, we, we've done some really cool stuff. So I have a shoot with them coming up next week for four days. And I'm not sure exactly where we're going. But, um... I love working with them and they've done some amazing collabs. They've done a Stodd collab, a Barbie collab. Um, oh my God. Done a, a collab with Fender guitar. And one of my favorite collabs when we, in Austin, um, they did a Leon Bridges collab. I was going to ask you if you did Leon, cause my friend, my um, roommate worked at Wrangler in Greensboro and he actually came to the office. Yeah, really cool. I didn't get to work on that one, but I got to do, um, I didn't get to work on, I got to work on it, but I didn't get to do him. Oh. So that was, that was really cool, but, but he is a really super nice guy. Um, but I didn't, yeah, I would have loved he, and it was so funny because, you know, again, you don't know, you, oh, you, oh no, where'd you go? Really good. I I can still see you. Okay, great. Um, yeah, we're so good. Okay, but um, it, he, he was just so, it's funny because like they only see your portfolio and he's just like, hey, you seem like a really cool chick, you know, because he, he's from Texas and he's just like, hey, so who knows, maybe in the future. <laughs> maybe, maybe in the future, but. Um, no, it's coming. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. But I was just happy to be a, a somewhat a part of the project in any capacity. But Wrangler is definitely doing wonderful things. Some of my other clients are doing really cool stuff too. So I just keep putting myself forward. I'd love to go on tour with another artist. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know who, I don't know what, but I'm in for that again since the last experience was so great. Yes. Um, so who knows? You know, you. I I believe in in the law of attraction. If you put it out there, um, what you put out there, the positivity, the energy that you put out there, you will get in in return. Yeah. No, you're 110 percent correct. And what I'm I mean, I'm seeing so many things you put in the universe. Probably you're younger happening to you now. Even with that one session you did with that one of your idols. You know what I'm saying? Like. Oh, no, no, yeah. this is very, very cool. Um, but, yeah, this is amazing. So if you could name an artist that you would, like a top one or maybe two that you could tour with, oh, who do you think know. you would want to be on tour with? Okay. If I could be on tour with anybody, Sade. <gasps> Let me tell you, Sade is my number one artist of all times. Got it. And I hear through the grapevine that they're in the studio right now. That, I, I, I've and, heard that. And um, obviously, with new music, usually comes an album, a tour. So, hey, Shot, if you can hear this, I am your girl. I think her skin tone is beautiful. Oh, my God. Everything. I would have just, I mean, her face would just be a playground. Like, I, oh, yes. If I could go on tour with anybody. Shade. That is no coincidence. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. That's my number one. That's my number one influence of anything. Shadi, I think is. I remember I have such a connection with her and even my mom. You know, growing up and hearing her music on the radio, and just being floored by her voice, her presence, her live show. I mean, one of my biggest regrets. This is a, such a side note on this interview, but she toured. <laughs> she her last tour here was in I think 2010. Yes, I went. Did you go to that show? I went. I went. At the end, she closed with this red leather dress. Oh. We just had a scrim in the background where you could project images onto it. Like, it was just so, so cool. Yeah. Uh, I was in college, and my boss was like, do you want the day off? Do you want to go? And I was I was so dumb. I was like, she'll come back. And, yeah, we don't know that. And she has <laughs> not been, she hasn't, I, don't think, I think that was one of her last tours. Yeah, I mean, like I said, if she's in the studio now and she happens to go on tour, like, like she's the type of person where, you know, you have to catch it, you know, because you just don't know. There's some artists that are on tour, like, like Drake, like every two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's whatever. <laughs> oh, wait, if he's not on tour, you could probably catch him at Live or, you know, something, you know, um, in Miami or just something, you know. But Sade is one of those artists where it's like, you know, when it's kind of like when the cicadas come out, like you just, yep. you, you won't be able to catch it. You know, like don't, don't take it for granted. This is over every blue moon. So I, you know, if she does go on tour, you have to go. <laughs> Thank you for telling me that now, Jamie, and not tell me that 13 years ago. <laughs> well, hey, better late than never. <laughs> oh, cross my fingers. This has been so amazing. I know. I mean, I've. I mean, do you ever have any ambitions of like maybe owning your not maybe your own line of makeup, but like having people work under you? That you have any ambitions of doing that? Um, I had a spa for like three years. I opened it, and it was so sad. I opened it during COVID. I signed the lease for the space in February oh. 2020, and COVID hit in March, so oh. it really never got a chance to be Dang. what it should have been. Um, I ended up having to close the doors and, um, I actually was able to sell it back. It was a franchise. <gasps> I was able to sell it back to the franchise owner. Good. And, um, but I did learn a lot in those three years of having the spy, working with people, dealing with employees, having clients. And, um, I don't know if I ever want to go back to having employees again or yeah. having someone rely on me or, or me relying on them to make my business successful. Um, in, in a day-to-day -day capacity. I have teams that I assemble now for certain projects, and that has been 100% amazing. Um, but I think having someone to re to rely on someone on a day-to-day -day basis and their skill to keep my doors open, that was very daunting. Yeah. Um, 
And then, you know, just finding good people to work for you. Like you may have all the great intentions and, and, you know, customer service, but they may not. And, and, you know, like they start off great and then it kind of like dwindles a little bit because nobody works harder for you, but you, but you, you know, so, you know, that that's a whole different culture, a whole different animal. So I don't know if I would ever go back to that. That's it. And to be, I'll be completely honest with you. Like I said, I love putting teams together for certain projects and certain jobs that need to be done, you know, on a short term basis. But I don't know about having a brick and mortar, A, or B, having employees. I don't know if that'd be on in the cards for me ever. I understand. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that was a great experience. And, you know, it was one of those things where I hate when people tell me I can't do something. And, that to me, I think more than anything was the fact that I got the doors open and got it. You know, we were even featured on Good Morning America, which I thought was oh wow amazing. You know, to really show the world like, hey, I did this, and then sell it two years later and be like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm good. I'm fulfilled. Close that. that chapter. I'm done. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, Jamie. I said, well, you lived a life so. I mean, the 20 years have been crazy. It sounds like. Oh my goodness. They have they and and we're still not done they're still we're still not over like we're still doing something or, or it like it, it is it is um i'm open to a lot of learning experiences and i'm open to um like even though the spot didn't turn out exactly how i envisioned it what it taught me and the connections that i made through it um are so valuable are yeah. so valuable because I would constantly be thinking in the back of my head, oh, I should have did that or oh, what would have happened? I did. But now that I've done it and I realize, hey, this isn't for me either, then I can move on and be at peace. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yo, yeah. this is amazing. This is so cool. Now I'm having <laughs> some more understanding of how intense and how important your job is. I, I knew it was important. I knew that, but like just getting more insight on how that works and right. how you are on set and how like, you know, hard it can be being on your toes and for 12 hours sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Oh God. Yeah. So yes. But before we bounce, I had, I asked some people in the industry in different fields in the creative world. They had some questions. So I'm going to ask a few questions uh, that they asked okay. and then we'll be done. Yes. Awesome. Some of these were already covered, but I want to add there's some we haven't. So how do you manage your time and workload, especially when working with multiple clients in a single day or on tight schedules? Um, you kind of, I really don't have the luxury. Sometimes, you know, I have to take the jobs as they come, Yeah. but I do have the control over whether I say yes or not. Yes. So I, try to take on as much as I can and then I look at my schedule and like whoa okay I need a break here I need a break here because you keep saying yes 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 and then you realize oh god I haven't given myself a day off so I really try not to work on Sundays that's number one for okay me, where yes I have one day to myself to do all the things that I love to do even if that's just lay on my bed and watch Netflix like, yes I'm okay with that and eat Ben and Jerry's I'm cool with that yes um but I try to have a really good work-life balance. Like, um, the holidays are coming up, yes. so the world is about to shut down, is about to slow down. Because I try to go somewhere, you know, you can go somewhere for your birthday or whatever, but the holidays, that's when the entire world shuts, shuts down. Shuts down. And I am so excited for that. I literally just sit and drink hot chocolate and watch Elf and just have those moments for myself. So I, I'm going to put in, I'm going to really pound the pavement for the month of November. My next three weeks are solid booked, but then I know I can, but I mentally can do that knowing that I'm about to have a whole month off. Yes, absolutely. So it's, a, it's about balance and that whole month, you know, I can start to re-strategize. There's a lot of new things that I want to do for 2024. I want to re completely redesign my website. Um, I also want to um, sort of position myself as more of an influencer. So I'm going <gasps> to sort of sit down and strategize that and what that looks like. I'm also going to be working with my son. He's a fashion model. He worked, he walked in New York Fashion Week this past season. Yo, that's awesome. Yeah, he's going to Milan in January. So um, he signed with an agency there. And um, like I said, walking in the fashion, New York Fashion Week and all that cool stuff. So I want to kind of partner with him and kind of do a mother and son type of situation. Not yeah. sure exactly what that looks like. Yeah. Um, 
So I'm going to take that time and just strategize and plan and really think about what I want to do the whole month of December, eat really good food, watch movies and just rest. I and it. I think just having that balance helps a lot. Yeah, that's amazing. Does it usually kick back up, I guess, as far as workload in January, February? January kicks back up. Um, things are really in full swing by March. Okay, um, I figured as much. Because I feel like by that time, the companies realize, okay, what's our budget and what are we going to allot towards marketing? Because I fall under the whole marketing realm. What And then from the marketing budget, how much are we going to use for photo shoots and blah, 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 all the bells and whistles of that. And then the work starts to come. So, um so yeah <laughs> wow that's amazing i'm glad you obviously have work out because obviously raising your son is very important and being a wife and all that stuff like that so with creative yeah. work i'm sure it's hard to balance that but if you have some structure and some routine then you can make it work so definitely it was hard when they were younger i was so grateful to have my mom yeah um she was my rock she was there for me you know to help me with the boys i have two sons two sons and, okay yes um you know I, I never worried, you know, because I know they were with her and, and they were in great hands. And so that allowed me to focus on what I was doing. And now that they're older, they're 20 and 22. Oh, wow. Um, going on a tour or going across country or doing whatever for a shoot doesn't bother me now because I know they're good. They're fine. They're fine. They were <laughs> and, raised well. Yeah, they're, they're totally fine. Um, nice. And then, you know, we'll get together for the holidays. We'll hang out. And of course, my husband he is a ride or die like there are moments when you know he'll just hop a flight and he'll be like what seat are you in and i'm like i'm in i don't know where i am oh my god i'm in kansas or arkansas i remember one time he flew out to arkansas i was like ew grow <laughs> why <laughs> just to see you babe you know but but um yeah like he doesn't care like he we you you fight for what you want. That's so it. if you want to maintain your relationship, if you want to be there, then be there. Yeah. And it's cool that you saying like, Hey, this is my life. This is what I do. This is what I love. And we're going to, we got to make it work. You know, <laughs> that's make it. it work. Period. Yeah, like he'll come, he'll fly out. He'll hang out with me for a couple of days. I'm like, Oh, I've got a lag here or, Oh, I get to come home or, you know, so between the both of us, we've gotten really creative on how to juggle and make things work. And he's not, he doesn't have that mind either where he's like, it has to be like this. So, yeah. you know, between the both of us, we figure it out. I love it. We figure it that's out. very inspirational. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Okay. Two more questions. Quick questions. Um, how do you handle client consultations to understand their preferences and needs? Um, depending on the job, you know, obviously, like if it's a, a corporate client or a client for a photo shoot, um, usually mood boards, you okay. know, really giving my job is so visual, just giving me really good visual examples of what they want, what they need, where we're shooting. I really love being a part of the process. I hate it when um, I arrive on set and they're like, okay, here you go. Here's the look. I love it when a client asks me, so what do you think we should do? Or what I remember working for Lee Jeans and they did a collab with Smiley. Okay. And um, the brand Smiley. And they, the creative director or the marketing director asked me, so what do you think the look should be for hair and makeup? And I was like, wow, you're asking me ahead of time. That's cool. I said, well, you know, obviously smiley face, I think yellow. Let's incorporate yellow into the beauty. Let's do yellow nails. Let's do a yellow wing liner. Let's just have small accents of yellow within the beauty because beauty and fashion, it's a puzzle. It all works mm -hmm. together. Um, so I love it when they make me a part of that to be able to, to help the brand excel. So, um, so yeah, um, and then if it's like a bride or something, then you know, obviously that's a fun moment because you know, you're you are a part of someone's special day, whether you like it or not. They're gonna remember you forever, and especially if it's um a bride that has a really cool vision of what they want. Um, I love working with them and doing things like that. Yes. Um, so so yeah, it just depends on the the job, the day. But whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. And actually, this question yeah. can piggyback off that one. So I'm going to ask it. I think it's cool. And it can be the last question. Um, are you open to feedback and able to adapt to a client's changing preferences during a session? So if there's something like. I prefer it. Okay. I actually prefer it. I actually yeah. get upset when you don't tell me if something's wrong or if something needs to be changed. Yeah. You let it ride and then complain after the fact. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this or this sucked or whereas if you would have told me oh we could have fixed it there's no problem i have no you know 
beef or problem with changing anything about oh my god you don't like it oh my god let's fix it yeah because i anything can be fixed it's not a tattoo it comes off it comes you right know, off we can adjust we can change we can do whatever so i prefer feedback where people engage and talk people don't talk anymore i know people don't, people don't express themselves anymore they just keep it all in and be like well i don't want to say anything no say something you're not gonna say hurt my feelings yeah, I don't know. Like I, like I said, I get upset when you don't. So I am so open to feedback because that helps me to grow and it helps the situation to be amazing. No. So no. yeah, let's do the damn thing. Do the damn thing. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Jamie, bro. This has been such an eye-opening interview. This is so cool. You know, I could ask you about a jillion more <laughs> questions, but you know, we got things to do. <laughs> I know. Thank you for having yes, me. Thank no. you for asking me. I'm uh-huh. honored and don't be a stranger. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm going to get you to stay on the line. But, um, because I could do you, 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 one, one more thing for me. One more thing. Um, okay. but yo, I hope everyone loved this. I hope everyone has a new understanding of what a makeup artist does. Um, you do say a little bit of styling as well. We didn't touch on styling thing, but that's okay. Um, but no, this is very great. I hope everyone got something from this interview. I hope someone who's been wanting to pursue makeup, hopefully, this has inspired them to pursue it. Um, but yes, this is wonderful. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Stay on the line. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Live Journal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smoke sniggles. Whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.